This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. The following episode is powered by Sennheiser, the future of audio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special Mouth Media Live and a live audience presentation of Travel Is Your Business, this one on location at the Ford Hub NYC at the Westfield World Trade Center in New York City, which happens to be the very first Ford brand experience studio how cool is that and like i mentioned we are here in front of a live studio audience wow wow we thank you very much and in a beautiful beautiful location if you've not been to the ford hub nyc believe me you want to come here isn't that right folks it's really cool. It's a really cool experience. You should definitely come and check it out. Uh, anyway, uh, I would like to let you know that this is a very cool discussion we're about to have because our guests are none other than Brittany Lewis, the marketing manager at Chariot, which is a Ford Smart Mobility company. Let's welcome Brittany. And if somehow Brittany wasn't enough for the show, we also have Brandon Titel, who is the VP of Brand Strategy at Postmates. Welcome, Brandon. And our hosts for this episode are Peter Crisdale, who is a regular host of Travel Is Your Business, and he's also founder of ReCorp. And we also have, as a guest host today, Amy Jung, who is the co-founder of Raw House. Welcome to Peter and to Amy on this show, along with our regular host, Mr. Pavan Ball, who is the president of Mouth Media Network and host of Travel Is Your Business podcast. So let's welcome our hosts and our guests, everybody. Hi, I'm Brittany Lewis. I'm the marketing manager at Chariot. And what I love about travel is disconnecting on the airplane. I'm Brandon Titel. I'm VP of Brand Strategy at Postmates. And what I love about travel is TSA Pre and being able to have anything delivered to me on demand through Postmates. <laughs> From New York City, this is Travel Is Your Business, covering the intersection of technology and business in the travel industry with Tavan Ball, technology thought leader and community builder, and growth strategist Peter Crisdale. And now, here are your hosts. All right, guys. So we're going to start with this. It's a bit of a layup. So all of our episodes, we like to start with kind of a high level, maybe kind of cruising altitude view of who you are and what you do at your respective um, companies. So we'll start with you. Sure. So I'm Brandon Titel. I'm VP of Brand Strategy at Postmates. Uh, I'm responsible for all of our partnerships uh, be it with entertainment properties, CPG brands, advertising agencies. Um, you know, my job is to make sure we're becoming a household name and uh, creating great partnerships to help us grow as a company. Great. Good deal. And Brittany? Great. Um, I'm the marketing manager for Chariot. Uh, and what I do in that role is I work both with our teams in Austin and New York to help them reach their consumer and figure out how best we can um, bring Chariot to life there and also work on strategy for our new city launches as well. 
And for those that aren't in a market where Chariot is currently, um, can you give a little briefer on what Sure, Chariot <laughs> a little Chariot information. Mm -hmm. um, so Chariot is a crowdsourced commuter shuttle service. And what that means is we take people in focus on bringing them to and from work. So we crowdsource that data based on where they live and where they're going and figure out where best to launch. So New York is our fourth city. Uh, we launched a few weeks ago here, and we have a few routes going right now and plan on launching a few in the future. Um, and basically, our goal is to help cities and urban areas uh, reduce congestion and increase mobility for everybody who lives there. Excellent. Brandon, you want to give a, a little bit of a schmiel on uh, Postmates? Sure. I'll give a schmiel. Uh, so Postmates is... Magical. It's kind of like a remote control for your life. If you don't know what it is, you can get anything brought to you in minutes. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, if it's a restaurant, if it's if it's a store, uh, if it exists, a Postmate will go and get it and buy it on your behalf and bring it to you. All right. So uh, first question: um, You both are the heads, are respective heads of kind of branding, growth, strategy for your companies. Um, both brands, both Chariot and Postmates, are um, very focused on the brand and communicating out to the consumer. So can you give us a sense of how your roles fit into the larger companies that you work for? Yeah, absolutely. I think we look at partnerships as a really key driver for growth. Um, you know, I think we're in a time where it's really uh, important to be organic uh, as a brand. And you know, you can, of course, spend tons of money on advertising, and you can also do great partnerships that feel um, organic and like the right fit that are going to uh, engage your customers and give them great experiences, and you can talk a little bit about them um, today. Um, but whether it be a movie coming out or Katy Perry, who we've worked with, you know, getting together with things that are going on in pop culture and aligning yourself with what's happening out there is a key part of growth. And, you know, when Katy Perry tweets to 100 million people that people should open Postmates to find, you know, an unreleased track or unreleased music from her album before it comes out, that's the type of stuff consumers see. And they're like, wow, let me do this. Let me check this out. It doesn't feel like a staged cheesy ad. And how connected are you to the, the rest of the organization in terms of the flow of communication? Or are you guys siloed a little bit? No, um, we're all connected. I mean, we, we all talk. I, I think, you know, we have tons of marketing going on, whether it be, um, you know, digital or outdoor mm -hmm. or, you know, all the marketing channels. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's just a different world than it was even five years ago, you know, and I think, um, you know, we think partnerships are the key to growing the company, so... It's a lot of fun. I think I've got the most fun job at the company. Sounds like we'll get into that a little bit. And, and Brittany, um, same, I guess. Yeah, so how, how is my role connected with the rest of the company? Yeah, how does growth and strategy fit into the larger picture of Chariot? Sure, yeah. I mean, well, Chariot, with our uh, Ford acquisition last year, we are sort of in the throes of really growing and expanding um, into new cities and in the cities we're currently in. So from a marketing perspective, we're sort of pretty key in figuring out the best way to reach consumers and to bring the, that Chariot brand to life, um, you know, especially because cities have such different needs and different residents in those cities have different needs. In New York City, you go a 10-block radius and it's a completely 
different culture. It's a completely different community, and they need something different. So we're constantly speaking with our customers in whichever city, whichever neighborhood we're working in, and figuring out how best to solve whatever problems they're seeing with their transit, with their commute. Um, and within the rest of the company, I mean, I, I speak with a lot of our teams most days because um, we're so interconnected and in figuring out how to bring the best experience to the customer, whether that's from a marketing standpoint, from a product standpoint, from a sales standpoint, whatever it is we're working on. Now, consumer expectations have shifted dramatically, right, with this whole on-demand kind of lifestyle. So as you mentioned, it's you have a remote control for someone's life. And for you, uh, you know, I can literally now plan my morning around a different commute cycle. Um, it's you're you're changing behaviors. So how much are you adapting to how consumers are 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 molding around this, and how much are you charging and leading the, that way? Yeah, I, I'll, so I think the most important thing is to build an experience that is the best for a customer, right? And everything else, creating a business around it, kind of comes after. Uh, and I think yeah, that's really the key. We're in a, an age where it's never been a better time to be a a consumer, you know, you can get anything brought to you. You can get, you don't have to wait in line. You know, it's the ultimate convenience and really infinite selection. Um, and if you don't like it, you can go and tweet about it and, you know, talk about it um, on social media. So, um, you know, there's tremendous opportunity to um, engage with, with people in different ways. Um, yeah, that's... Go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for Chariot, our main goal is to always make sure, A, we're trying to be ahead of the curve, obviously, but B, making sure that we're focused on what our customers want and and how they're adapting to technology. So as we're looking at advancements in our own platform, we're like, okay, well, how are they using our technology now? How can we make that experience better? Um, and from our crowdsourcing standpoint, they're literally telling us where to go next. So we're constantly working with the people using our product every day, but also from a technological standpoint, looking at where the industry is going and where trends are going and staying ahead of it, and um, especially in the microtransit space, which, well, we can get into later if people don't know what that is. You but, get into it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a little different. Everyone always says, so you're rideshare, and we're not. Um, Chari- so can I, I've yeah. never heard the word microtransit yeah. before. Microtransit. So, I, yeah, so I Chariot that. takes people to and from work in 14 passenger Ford Transit vans. Um, that is what a chariot is. And so it's not... Peter was just mentioning, he was sitting at Bryant Park today and saw four of them pass yeah, by. Yeah, good. Oh, yeah. yeah, in one hour. It was the middle of the afternoon, yeah. too. It's what like the hell are you doing for one hour sitting at Bryant Park? Tom, and that's my own business. Yeah. <laughs> but travel is your business. Yeah. I, I actually thought the rendezvous time for here was four o'clock today, but I appreciate that. <laughs> Sorry. He was, he was with chariot in some aspect yeah, or another. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's what the actual vehicle is. And so it's bigger than a ride share. It's not an Uber where, or an Uber pool or something like that where you're hopping in with two people and it's not a big public transit bus, right? It's mm-hmm. something a little more agile. We can do shorter commutes. We can get into narrow corners of cities. We can hit transit deserts where public transportation might not be reaching right now because- Transit deserts, I like that term. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a cool sure. term. Um, so that's, those are areas where public transportation is either not as accessible or completely yeah. inaccessible. And so we're helping solve either the problem of there's just nothing near you so we're making that commute for you or we're helping with the first and last mile of your commute so if you live 
a mile or more away from a subway stop or what it, whatever it is. And that helps you get to work, but you need help in the beginning or you need help at the other end of it. Do you find that there's a social experience? I mean, you mentioned 14 people in yeah. a van. Do you find that there's a social experience? Do you have any idea, you know, what that looks like across your network? Definitely. I mean, it's different in every city, right? Like the the attitudes of people and how they engage. Um, you know, people in Austin, Texas are a little more friendly and ready to talk to each other than maybe in New York um, or San Francisco. But the same thing can be said for all. I think, you know, we do have Wi-Fi in all of our vehicles in New York. So I think um, that's a great opportunity to get work done and to talk to people near you about like, oh, what are you working on? People make connections that way. Um, but also, you know, I was in a chariot out in Austin a few weeks ago and someone hopped in and just started talking to the driver about, you know, the, some movie they had talked about the day before. So they, there's this social um, attitude about it where you're bo talking with both the people in the vehicle um, who are riding, but also you know, the drivers yeah, you see every day. Because I imagine there might be the same people who catch the 7.30 every day. Exactly. They actually get to know each other. Right. And unlike a, a rideshare situation, our drivers are employees. So you could get the same driver every day. It's not, right. you know, someone different and random. Yeah. Well, so when I first saw Chariot, it was in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Very, almost every corner you'll see <laughs> hundreds of chariots. Yeah. And uh, there's also a jingle, like, Chariot, like everyone would just no, go. No, no, no. Don't, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. I don't you, know, you, know, yeah, no. you know the jingle. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm going to embarrass myself. Lean here. into the microphone a yeah. little bit. They didn't hear you. Um, <laughs> this is my breakout singing moment. Um, no, but uh, so for you, uh, watching this come into New York and obviously with Postmates, how do you guys see that? What is inherently New York? What is the behaviors of New York that you've seen? And how has that affected some of the strategies that you guys have? Um, yeah, and it is this the same for exactly. Postmates? You guys exactly. are headquartered out in SF, correct? Yeah, so. we're in SF. I think, uh, you know, it's funny. I go to San Francisco. You get in a, you know, in a car there, and the driver's always trying to talk to you. Uh, you get in a car here in New York, nobody's talking going to you. Go to the cherry. <laughs> just walk to Wi-Fi and get, get to where you want to get to. That's true. With, without going, mentioning names, I think that has a lot to do with which ride-sharing network you... I feel like they're on a lot really? of... Oh, they're both... A lot of them are on both. They're both. Okay. Yeah. Says, There's not more than two. It's not ride sharing. It's not ride sharing. Exactly. Micro transit. Yeah. Um, but, but I think in the it, for Postmates, it's the same. Like you open the door to get your delivery. Uh, you know, you see people on social media saying, "Oh my God, I just you know I fell in love with my Postmate." They're they're. People are a lot more friendly. It's like the new fireman in New York. Wait, do people call Postmates just so the same person like keeps showing up? Is There's this, a movie. Is this like a dating I technique? I can't talk about specifically, but it will be on Netflix next year <laughs> where the plot is is exactly that. Wow, so you, you, you were serious. You were serious about partnerships. Is that like brought to you by Postmates? No. We did not pay, did not pay a dollar for it, but we worked with them on it, and it's going to be great. Well, maybe Chariot will have a, you know, love stories coming from that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they all I, I don't know of any, but there might be, especially What's more romantic than a Chariot? What's that? <laughs> There's not too many other icons. That are, yeah. yeah, exactly. Your chariot awaits, you know. <laughs> so wait, now getting back to the actual question. Um, <laughs> what behaviors, uh, you know, going back to what Amy was mentioning, is uh, what have you seen, what differences have you seen in the markets, and how are you adapting to New York versus well, think, a, a West Coast? Yeah, New York, so it's interesting. L.A. is our biggest market. L.A. is a market that never really had delivery until Postmates you know, came to came to be and, mm -hmm. and launched in LA. 
Um, people just weren't used to delivery. New York's yeah. had delivery. We didn't create delivery. Um, but what we did was throw out all the rules about delivery, right? So New York, you're in New York, you can get delivery, but it's really only in like the 10 or 15 blocks around where you're at. Um, the restaurant has to have a fleet of delivery people. Uh, and Postmates, you know, the, the our, you know, what we're built on is saying, who cares about all that? You should be able to get anything from anywhere in your mm-hmm. city, regardless of those things. Uh, so New York people use us to get outside of the boundaries of that geography that's like restricting them from normal delivery. Uh, so you live on the Upper East Side, you want something from Chinatown, you can get it on Postmates. Uh, you want something like Chipotle, who normally doesn't deliver, you're going to get it on Postmates. Whereas, you could also go the other specter- other side of the spectrum as well and go fancy. Yeah. Uh, go fancy? Like fancier on yeah. the side of the meals. Right. Poppins yeah. very Maybe fancy. Not per- yeah, like, <laughs> I, want, I want the per se tasting at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and that, that actually and happens. It, we have plenty of orders from per se. Just so. laying you up, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so from, you know, some people just use Postmates as the only thing they use. Like mm-hmm. they're going to get something you know, delivered. It doesn't, they're not looking at what else is out there mm-hmm. uh, with the options. They're just like, all right, I want something. Postmates is it. So whether it's Per Se, Chipotle, Shake Shack, yeah. Is there, a, is there a perception that Postmates is kind of a luxury option? I think there was. I think we're, I think that's definitely changing. So Postmates just launched unlimited uh, delivery from anywhere for nine ninety nine a month, which is kind oh, wow. of amazing. Yeah, um, you know, for a long time there was a variable delivery cost. If you were far away from what you wanted, sure. it cost more. If you were really close, it cost it was less. Um, and now that we've launched Unlimited, and it's truly, I, I knew it was coming for a long time. It just launched week week or two ago, and using it, I'm like, wait a second, I can just order Shake Shack <laughs> at any time, and you know, this is like, well, that's it, yeah, I mean, so. This company called MoviePass that just offered like ten dollar yeah. unlimited theater tickets every month. So for ten bucks, you get like, how does that square? How does that business model work? I mean, if if I order something from Chinatown every day, it's certainly going to cost Postmates more than ten dollars. Right. Well, there's there's a couple of things. Well, where do you live? Astoria. <laughs> you can't you can't order so, so you can't go what we call cross. Border. Uh, you can't go. You can't order from Astoria. So going to Chariot, though, yeah. what, what is the kind of what are the nuances that you've seen that are individual and unique to New York that you had to adjust to versus uh, your home base? Yeah, I think from from my perspective in the marketing and branding side, um, other cities have a unique story and vibe and. Maybe there's a few within a city like San Francisco, but for the most part, you can sort of have a strategy or two and and go after the customers. Um, in New York, it feels like you have a hundred cities in a city, so there's such a unique perspective and a unique vibe to each city. Whether you know we have right now we have service from Greenpoint to Dumbo and in Brooklyn, and then we're doing Lower East Side, East Village to Midtown. And you know those what you are, don't have is Greenpoint to Clinton Hill. Well, you know what? If you go, if you download the app and put in your commute, shout we can out to wifey, put it in. Yeah. Personally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so personal, <laughs> territorial. I mean, 
no, no, no. But what I do like about it is you just vote it. So we did vote it. Oh, good. Last week. Good, so, exactly. So now when 40 or 50 people, it just tips that route sure, and it opens yeah. it up. Can, yeah, I, so can you... I downvote Pavan's commute? Um, no, you cannot like downvote if, really, <laughs> if I really don't like him? No, so, yeah. it. But yeah, so if you go to the website and input yeah. your commute and you find that we don't have service there, you can then get all your friends and neighbors and whomever Which in the area. Which is brilliant and as a so marketing hook. It. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So we've already mentioned to people in our neighborhood that go to Greenpoint every yeah. day on that same compute that do just vote it exactly once it, yeah. and it's so easy to do once mm-hmm. you're on the site you don't yeah. actually have to download the app yet to vote it in no cool. no just visit yeah. chariot.com yep yeah. and it'll bring you right there um, but yeah so I think that's the unique thing about New York as a city is that it's every, every nook and cranny of it is so different so the way that we strategize how to reach those people and the areas in which we do that and and the message we use about Chariot is is a little bit different, and it's slightly um, more personal in that way. Good deal. Well, listen, this is a perfect time to take a break. Uh, when we come back, of course, more with Brittany Lewis of Chariot and Brandon Title of Postmates. everybody, this is Vikram Iyer, former advisor to President Barack Obama. Have you been opening your Twitter account or Facebook feeds or even just talking to families and friends and wondering what the heck is going on in this country? Well, it's not as bad as you think, but we're going to unpack that for you. Join me at the American Enough podcast on the Mount Media Network as we unpack the policies, executive orders, and daily kerfuffles that are shaping not just this administration, but the modern face of America's politics. Episodes available at AmericanEnoughPodcast.com and everywhere the best podcasts are found. Keep up with the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Travel Biz Show. That's Travel B-I-Z Show. Our episodes are available on iTunes and Google Play and online at travelisyourbusiness.com. Plus, there are a lot more great shows on Mouth Media Network. Take a trip to mouthmedianetwork.com to enjoy them all. And remember, we love fan mail. Drop us a note to say hi, suggest a guest, or if you'd like to become a sponsor on the show, email us at travelbizshow at mouthmedianetwork.com. Nice crescendo, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, Welcome back to the show, guys. Uh, Before we actually get back into the interview, I want to go ahead and give a big shout out to Cassidy Andrews, who was our live musician here tonight. Uh, She's in the back over there. So for those that are listening online right now, uh, you'll be hearing her songs in and out of breaks. So that is Cassidy Andrews. On with the show. Excellent. So in the first segment, we really learned that you guys are really good at logistics, really, right? So you guys are collecting a lot of data, a lot of consumer behavior, traffic data on the back end. So how are you guys using that to fold in some of the strategies for your brand moving forward and even maybe some of the partnerships? Yeah, for us, I mean, in terms of partners, there's there's two types of partners for Postmates. There's 
the partnerships that I work on with uh, with brands, and then there's the merchant partners. And I think for merchants, you know, our merchant partners see somewhere between three or four times, um, you know, lift in what they were doing with delivery before they were partners at Postmates, and then coming on the platform, um, they see you know, incredible business coming to them because we've really broken down the walls of geography that restricted their delivery radius before. So on the sense of merchant partners, you know, they're able to see business from a much wider radius and a much wider group of people. Um, you know, the brands that I work with are, you know, interested sometimes in targeting people. I'll say, you know, we worked with Universal Pictures for the sequel to Fifty Shades, you know, for that promotion specifically, you know, there was an interest in targeting two women only. So we were able to uh, to do that. We know a lot about what our, what our customers order, obviously, right? So we can make some judgment calls on saying if you order, you know, $100 worth of food, you're probably ordering for a family or you're really, really hungry by yourself. Um, so we can do a lot with data. Um, and we've got an army of data scientists that, Inu, who's here, uh, runs the data and analytics at Postmates, um, and there's there's a ton well, of work there. Let's, if you don't mind, to sure. let's unfold that a little bit more. Um, so you have partners where you're working with the retailer directly, and then you can also just um, facilitate delivery for anybody. They don't have to be on the network. So how are you when you're working and you're talking about all this data collection and insights? Um, when you're working with a partner what type of information are you able to to give them or what type of consultation are you able to provide? Right. So partners that are merchants on the platform have their own dashboard. They're able to see orders in real time. Um, they're able to really look at all the, the specifics, um, you know, about that order, where it's going uh, and what's happening with it. Uh, the difference between partners and the open platform of really getting anything is when 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 a, a merchant partners with us, you know there's a, there's a a relationship where they're paying us a discount or a a commission really on each order, and in exchange for that, we're discounting the delivery fee. So there's a flat delivery fee uh, dependent on market um, that will be somewhere around three ninety nine. Um, you know it doesn't matter, you know where that merchant is in the city that's going to be a flat cost. So they're interested in getting more customers because the delivery fee would be lower. Um, and of course, and if you're an unlimited subscriber to Postmates for $9.99, you get unlimited delivery from uh, from all merchants. Um, but yeah, so you're merch- not driving decisions necessarily or opening up kind of uh, consumer histories and, uh, and you, know, uh, you know, saying that, okay, well, this concentrate in this zip code, maybe it, based on our information, uh, you're probably going to be more successful in marketing. So maybe you should concentrate some efforts in this side because you do have yeah. a lot of information. Yeah, we definitely store a lot of data. Uh, you know, we we do use you know our you know our, our zip data and our all of our data for marketing. Um, don't know if this is the right open forum to discuss everything we do with data. Um, but well, I mean, it's, uh, well, I'm assuming it's anonymous anyway when you're coming when you're right. bringing it in. Yeah, so. of course. But I mean, in this day and age, the the fact that we know so much and we can make we can segment our customers in so many ways to target Nobody them. using Postmates gives. Seriously, <laughs> it, you're getting the freaking people that are knocking privacy. on doors and like, nah, they don't care. <laughs> we, we are we're we're used to providing this information for facilitating the 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 seamlessness of our life. 
It's just what it is. We understand that. Well, so <laughs> Brittany, for Chariot, too, I imagine that data is a big piece of it. Uh, I wonder, obviously, you're using user input to decide what routes to do, which is incredible. Um, how are you deciding, for example, which cities you want to be in? Yeah, I mean, there's tons of research and uh, insights that we get from both our team and at Ford um, about what makes sense for us and, and where to go. And really, we're looking to to work with cities and in cities that um, have a need for chariot, you know, really are are showcasing that based on their commuter patterns. Traffic um, has been <laughs> growing in many cities across the country. Um, and so that is always an indication of, okay, this is a, a city in growth mode. You know, how can we go in there and help? And so there's a lot of different factors that go into our expansion plans and the cities we go to. But um, as far as our, our data collection and how that informs even just our day-to-day -day service, um, you know, things like, oh, we're traveling to, you know, from point A to an area that is a lot of tech startups, and we're seeing that our ridership is sort of a lot of mid to late 20s men, um, you know, they probably aren't going in until 10 o'clock, maybe. Maybe our service times should be a little later in the morning, or vice versa, they're later in the evening. So just continuing quickly on the idea of partnerships then, yeah. too, I wonder, are you working, or do you have any government partnerships, or have either of you explored actually working with the cities that you're expanding to? Um, yeah, I mean, Chariot is very open to working directly with cities and, and helping solve whatever problems they're having. Um, you know, we definitely aren't going into these places and trying to to create, you know, um, to create problems for them, to create more traffic, or to um, to sort of harp in on territory that they're already owning as far as alleviating traffic patterns. We really want to help in whatever ways we can um, when we're going. So, yeah, I mean, we're definitely open to I'd it. I'd say for Postmates, you know, we've, we've built a business on, you know, allowing you to really unlock your city, right? The thought of having to get something shipped over a couple of days from a warehouse somewhere, it's, we think it's unnecessary. You should be able to... You know, use the warehouse, the city as your warehouse, essentially, right? So everything that you could ever need is in New York City. Like, there's nothing that you can ever need in the world that's not already here. It's just a matter. It's just a matter of moving it around and getting. It's a it matter to of fact. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Um, Brittany, I'm, I'm curious. I know that uh, you guys work with um, brands, companies, offices, right? To say that, okay, well, we're noticing that there is um, a route that's pretty consistent with your headquarters, and maybe you want to encourage your employees or provide your employees a, you know, facilitate their morning commute or their evening commute. Can we talk, can we unwrap that a little bit? Sure, yeah. I mean, we work with a lot of companies and all the cities we're in to help them solve transportation problems for their employees. And that could look very different based on the city they're in. But, um, you, you know. You don't need to be next to a subway anymore, which is massive. Right. So we do, you, we can do last mile solutions from park and rides. We mm -hmm. can help do private routes. Um, we can do inter-campus shuttles for companies. Um, we definitely have done the longer. Uh, you'll see. You'll see them in San Francisco, especially mm -hmm. going down to all the different areas where there's companies. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we want to work with companies to the best of our ability, and to you know, to customize that experience for their employees, and and that can look very different. At Postmates, we call it the perfect neighborhood because it used to be like, oh, do you live in this neighborhood? Is there a subway near there? Yeah. Is there are there yeah. restaurants? Like, it doesn't really matter anymore. If you yeah. have Chariot, if you have Postmates. 
it is the perfect neighborhood. All you need is a bike path now. Exactly. <laughs> if you really, I mean, I don't know how many of our listeners are necessarily in New York City, but if you explore New York City, you can really see how the entire city has been shaped around the subway system. Yeah. And the further you get, literally, like, block by block, the further you get from a subway exit, the more the neighborhood changes, the more it goes toward warehouses to when they, or when residential. They integrated city bike, that was like life-changing for new york city right just being able to commute easily unless you live in astoria (laughs) (laughs) we're we're still waiting (laughs) well well, what's really interesting is um now we're seeing this opposite where a lot of suburban areas have to go to these urban areas for convenience but now that you guys are making convenience delivery really easy and efficient do you guys actually see the opposite happening where you guys are now servicing suburban areas because now they don't have for example LA coming from LA hate driving to have to go 20 minutes to, you know just have something delivered so do you guys actually see the opposite effect happening now I mean I think long term I think that thesis makes sense right you know the the gravitation towards cities um is less important if you have everything <clears throat> available, you know, in your suburb. Um, I don't know that it's that it's happening right now, uh, but I think a couple of years out, we might look at that a little differently. Shall we switch it over to growth strategy? Um, Brittany, you got a dump of cash in the bank about a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> I did not personally. <laughs> Somebody did. Um, <laughs> one of your colleagues did. Um, but you guys got to the tunes of $65 million, and it was a cash deal. Um, that comes with a lot of responsibility to, to grow and do it thoughtfully and do it quickly and all these things. And how are you? Um, how is your team thinking about allocation and priorities? Yeah, I mean, right now, we so we just launched in New York um, in mid-August. And so... Is that it? Yeah, Dude, you saw four of them in an hour today? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, in the middle of the afternoon. It's not even In the middle of the afternoon. You just time. looking at the daisies and yeah, why Bryant not? Park. Why not? <laughs> Bob, and sometimes you have to stop and smell the roses. Seriously. I appreciate it. We don't sleep in my company. <laughs> yeah. Astoria over here, yeah. It's Astoria. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so for us right now, that's sort of a big focus. Like we are, New York offers so much for us in terms of growth and and potential here. So given how recent that was, um, that is a big focus. And then moving forward, we're really being thoughtful about types of environments we're going into. Um, you know, right now, 50% of the population lives in cities. And by 2030, it's estimated that that's going to grow by 60%. Thank you. So we are <laughs> Perspective looking, changes yeah. when you live in a city. Yeah, but, it, <laughs> you know, there's, there's a lot that Chariot can do in that time to help both alleviate problems that cities might be having now in terms of, you know, cities growing without expecting to um, and having increases in traffic and not having the right transportation options in place and then actually forecasting and helping cities plan for that in the next 30 years. You know, how can we help cities grow and help them grow more effectively? So what are you doing? (laughs) I'm not going to get into that right here. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, I'm excited to hear what that's all about. Um, so we're going to go. What there's, there's some delivery happening here. Are you serious? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think there's a postman. That, that is a giant bag. You asked if postman's delivery can be delivered here, so here we are. 
<laughs> Probably a hundred and a couple hundred cookies what that are being get? dumped on this desk oh, right now. Oh, from milk. Milk nice. bar. Yeah. Uh, All right, so so dessert is served. Postmates. All right, well. Touche, touche. Uh, so to your question, Peter, earlier. I guess Postmates does work here for those that uh, just hear a frenzy <laughs> in the background. Um, uh, Postmates just dropped off a bazillion um, milk bar cookies, uh, which look delicious in front of our face. So we're going to go into a quick... It's the we're perfect go time to go into a quick break. And when we come back, it's going to be off the beaten path where we learn a little bit more about our guests today uh, beyond the work that they do at their respective companies. Uh, when we come back with Travel Is Your Business. a business decision maker, you should listen to this. The show you're listening to is produced by Mouth Media Network, a podcasting network focused on the business of lifestyle. Because of our team's background and deep connections with brands, influencers, and ecosystems, we offer a tremendous opportunity to bring your company's message and products in front of decision makers from several verticals, including fashion, beauty, travel, materials and textiles, health and fitness, and lifestyle. To explore opportunities to partner, email us at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. And now, on with the show. guys and welcome back to travel is your business uh we are sugared up and really really excited uh so uh thanks again postmates for uh delivering uh milk bar uh so Pavan, i'm gonna so, hop in here really quickly we don't oh, have yeah, sure. we don't have cookies at chariot but for everybody in the audience tonight who oh everybody's like, guessing you get some you get some look under your chairs <laughs> if you guys are posting tonight, use hashtag Ford Hub. You'll all get two free get weeks on car. Chariot to check it out. I want a new so car. make sure you're, oh, you're posting around. Yes. Okay, wait. So, um, so everybody that uses the hashtag Ford Hub, um, uh, that's actually here today. So not y'all. Sorry. Come sorry, to a Mouth sorry. Media Live event. Um, if you, if you post a picture from the event uh, using Ford Hub, uh, they'll give you two weeks. Two weeks free on Chariot. So try it out. Two Talk weeks free on Chariot, so Thank whatever you picture you already took, uh, take a selfie now if you haven't, and uh, send it up there. Thank you. If you get one awesome. million retweets, you get the car. This is where you get into a lot of trouble. <laughs> I think they'll it give cost, away the car for it, a million retweets. Was it Pepsi or Coca-Cola that like was just like, yeah, we'll give you this military chopper for like 20 million or 20 billion tickets, and some kid did it. So, it was Pepsi? And who? A Harrier Jet. Uh, uh, thank you for being so specific, Rob Sanchez, from the audience. Fact check. Oh, the beaten time. 
Uh, welcome back, and this is our third segment, which means off the beaten path, of course, where we ask our guests uh, a little bit of questions about, well, frankly, themselves, because they are actually human. Um, and we start and we decide who actually asked the first question by the help of our airline's personnel. Paging passenger Peter Crysdale. Peter Crysdale, please report to gate two. All right. It looks like it's me. I'm still working on this cookie, but I'm going to uh, jump into my question. Um, that was so a fake cookie cringle. <laughs> what? Uh, you want me to, <laughs> want me to cookie, like, actually Peter. be chewing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so you both work for companies that have the potential to have a major impact on international cities, um, as well as cities in the U.S. I'm just curious... Um, What's your favorite international city and why? Um, so mine is Parma, Italy. I studied abroad there in college, and it is about two hours north of Florence, if you haven't been there, and is just the most adorable little Italian town ever. So my favorite city is Sao Paulo, because that's where my husband's from, and he's Woo! here. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. That's him. Um, because it's when we go there during Christmas, it's summer there. So winter here, summer there. Like you can't really go wrong with that. So awesome. Does Parmesan come from Parma? It does. Oh, <laughs> look at that. A little wordsmithing. Mm. <laughs> All right. And next up. Passenger Amy John. Amy John, please report to gate 72. So what is your favorite insight that you guys discovered from working at your jobs and have kind of grown to use that in every day? I can take it first. So I, I came to Postmates in an interesting way. I My background's in producing television. So I was at CNBC for a decade producing... Mad money! <laughs> yes, producing Jim Cramer show um, and a bunch of shows. And I met my CEO by putting him on uh, Mad Money because I loved Postmates just as a customer. Um, so I'd say the interesting thing that I've... I think the walls of cable news, right? There's five or six you know, cable news networks that are out there. Um, and I think getting you know, a chance to be a part of Postmates, which is completely different than what I did before, is just an amazing eye-opening experience to you know, get out of that. Uh, what was really fun, I love Jim Cramer, I love CNBC, um, but to get to do what I do every day is just like the best job in the world. So I'd say just an experience to see what else is out there beyond the walls of what you're used to is really great. Okay. And sorry, I, I guess, do you mean insight like about life or insight from the actual data that we pull? What, wherever, however okay. you'd like to answer that um, one. I think the life, man. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, life. I miss her, so I'm glad you went first. Um, <laughs> I think that for me, I think it's the idea that, uh, there's so much we can do in the te in the transportation industry to help people go further in their lives and and whether that's you know get where they're going literally um, and taking you from home to work but also helping increase mobility so that if something seemed out of reach for you before now you can actually you know go further with your lives and get there um, you know I come from a marketing and specifically college marketing background prior to this. And so for me, this is, it was sort of like I, people were like, why, what's so interesting about, you know, the transportation industry? And I'm like, have you heard that all of these things are happening and it is so fascinating? And they're like, okay, but it is. And um, I think being able to be a part of forming 
the culture of a city and forming how people get around and how they live their daily lives is is so impactful and really important to me. Well, I'll, I'll couple on top of that. We're excited to be here at the Ford Hub because they're they're not just a car company, right? They are right. about mobility and um, the acquisition with Chariot actually right. makes it's a it's a really nice signal to that. Yeah, so um, Ford has a whole arm of their company. It's Ford Smart Mobility, and specifically, they have a whole team called City Solutions. And so mm-hmm. they're actively involved in helping create the future of cities and and what that looks like for people. So, you know, we're in the Ford Hub, which is their first um, brand experience studio, and you can kind of see it everywhere here. I know those of you listening can't, but, um, you know, we've got light-up cars behind us. and They, they have could this, go to Instagram can, and just yeah, hashtag you Ford Hub. post and yeah. you can see it. Um, but it's really cool to see all of the different ways that they're engaging. Um, you know, it's it's really sort of the the physical um, view of it, uh, yeah. what they're doing here. Yeah. Good deal. And um, I mean, I know I'm next, but I'll just wait till my name's announced. Attention, ladies and gentlemen, with passenger puffing ball, please press your call button for the flight attendant. Okay, that's me. <laughs> um, so I'm curious, and I'll start with Brittany. Um, if you were five years old and, and these are going to be separate questions and you had the option of taking out your, um, I don't know, five-year-olds have iPads now somehow, but, uh, if you had, you had the option of booking a chariot to go anywhere, where would it be? When I were five? When you were five years old. I actually probably really wanted to come to New York when I was five years old. Um, it was. I'm from Connecticut, so it's honestly not that far. I don't know why that was like. <laughs> no, hey, that makes me, sense. Yeah, I think I would have wanted to come to New York. The idea of being in this big city with all these people, um, even when I was little, seemed really enticing. Good deal. And for Brandon, I'm going to ask. Yeah, I'm going to ask if you had Postmates when you were five years old. What things would you have delivered to your room? Every single thing in the supermarket aisle for candy. I would just like <laughs> M&Ms, like Blow Pops. Skittles, it would just be the entire aisle would be postmated. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Listen, uh, what is the best way, starting with Brittany, uh, to either, okay, we'll start with Brandon. Too, too busy with the, the no bar. Yeah, no, I know. Apparently, you're encouraged to chew on Mike around here. So, so. I'm good. Uh, so, what is the best way to connect with you, the things that you guys are doing over at Postmates, whether it's the company or you personally? Yeah, sure. Anyone who wants to connect with me can email brands. B-R-A-N-D-S at Postmates.com. Not Branson, just Brands. Right. It's part of my name, but it's really Brands. Uh, Brands at Postmates.com. Exactly. Excellent. And I'll give you my direct one. It's Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y at Chariot.com. Excellent. Well, Brittany, Brandon, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Um, I think everyone got a real uh, good value out of it. Uh, thank you to Ford Hub for hosting us tonight. It's been fantastic. And, of course, to my fellow hosts, uh, Peter Crisdale. Thanks for listening, everyone. And Amy Jung. Thank you very much. I'm Puffin Ball, guys. Thank you so much for your stay. We hope you enjoyed it. This has been Travel Is Your Business. To suggest guests or content for the show, or to become a sponsor, email us at podcast at travelisyourbusiness.com. Keep up with the show on social media at Travel Biz Show. That's Travel B-I-Z Show. 
Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, along with our website, travelisyourbusiness.com. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. No portion of the episode may be distributed or published without the express written permission of the producers. Thank you for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.